Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Welcome to another edition of Men Conquering Depression. Great to have you today, this morning, tonight, guys. So appreciate you. Listen, we got another hot topic, and that hot topic is it's going to be burning. It's going to burn. But I like this topic, and I think it needs to be discussed as well. But before we get to that, I just want to thank you for all the love, all the um, people that are listening to the podcast all throughout this world, from Uruguay to Germany to Canada to California to New York, New Jersey, of course. That's where we're located. Um, all across the spectrum, down south, um, down in Atlanta. I mean, people are just tuning in, and I am so excited. It warms my heart to a place where I just want to keep going and keep going and keep going. And like anything, we're going to get it done. But I appreciate you, and I thank you so much, guys. I appreciate the love. I appreciate everyone listening. And like I said before, men conquering depression. We're going to get through this thing. This is a community for men. This is a community for healing. This is a community for deliverance. This is this is a community for men that we're going to put our best foot forward. We are going to be our best version of ourselves, no matter what age we are, no matter where we are in life. We can always pick up the pieces. We can always pick up from where we left off. We can always get to another door. We can always start our life over. We can always do some new, new things. We can always re recapture our youth, recapture the things that we always wanted to do. It's never too late, and this is what this community is all about. And I just want to thank you once again, and I thank you just for your presence on my podcast. It helps. It just helps me, per se. And as I continue to grow in this podcast era, in this era of social media, um, I'm, I'm welcome and I thank you. And it warms my heart. And once again, I just want to say thank you. But tonight's topic is going to be an excerpt from my book, Men Conquering Depression. And speaking of that book, that book is coming out slash spring slash summer, um, menconqueringdepression.com. You can find us there. You can check out our quotes, check out some of our vids, check out some of the things that we're doing. We are a growing community. We have other men's groups reaching out to us and reference to podcasting with them, connecting with them. We have other groups that want me to come and speak and just talk to them about men and talk to them about the book and things of that nature. So I'm excited. But once again, menconqueringdepression.com. That's what it's all about. Please reach out. Please check us out there. Please look at us and all that other good stuff. Like and share. We got any nephews, some cousins, some uncles, some brothers that need to hear this, that you know that might be going through some stuff. It's all about uplifting. It's all about healing. This is what we do. It's all about us being better versions of ourselves. And I want to say this to you guys. When I speak to you guys, I grow too. Like, I love this because I grow. It helps me grow as a man. It helps me grow as an individual. It helps other areas of my life that I need help in or I need reassurance in when I'm out here speaking to you guys. So this is like a double whammy for you. I'm out speaking positivity and positive energy and helping other men. But guess what? I'm helping myself too. And I'm grateful for that. I'm thankful that my Heavenly Father has commissioned me to be in this place and in this space, and I'm grateful and thankful once again. But like I said, menconqueringdepression.com, you can reach us there. Of course, we got the podcast. We are in the process of developing an app, and that app is going to, you'll be able to tap into it, tap on the app, 
find out when the next podcast is coming, the next topic. You'll also be able to, um, you can comment on the app as well. Also, there's going to be some, uh, you can tap on it for counseling sessions. If you want to tech counsel, get counsel one-on-one. You want to just talk, you want to vent, you want to have some words, you want to inspire, you You have an idea. It doesn't make a difference, Whatever, whatever's going on. I'm here. I'll be here on the app. I'll be here as well on mankindconquerdepression.com. You can reach me there as well. Um, and that's a great thing. That's a great thing that we have these resources. That's what I'm I'm all about. I'm all about resources. I'm all about getting putting things out there where you can where it's tangible. And us as men, you know, we're we 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 are visionaries. You know, we men, we like to everything with us we have to see and touch and feel. So this is what this app is all about and this book is all about. And of course it's coming with a workbook. There's gonna be illustrations in that workbook to help you and myself get through the processes of life on conquering depression. And that's a great thing. Okay, let's get to the topic. The topic is called, you know, the chapter of my book is Men Conquering Depression. And there's a chapter in the book that I'm I'm very fond of and I just I mean I love all the chapters, the ten chapters, but there's a chapter in the book, chapter five. And um, the name of that chapter is called When There's a Chink in My Armor. When There's a Chink in My Armor. You know, as us, we as men, we have things going on in us, in our bodies, in our minds, um, situations and things of that nature. And they form cracks or crevices. They form discomforted places that we might not notice right away. So when I came up with that title, Chink in My Armor, that's what it was about. Because we have those things. We have little cracks, little crevices, little things that nag at us, little things that we can't particularly get right. You know, and I remember I was struggling. One of my one of my chinks and one of my cracks and crevices was struggling with inconsistency and struggling with just uh, inconsistency and laziness. You know, I was struggling with that heavily. And, and I was always a starter, but never a finisher. So that was one of my cracks and one of my chinks in my armor. And, you know, I didn't realize it. You know, I thought it was just a normal thing because I it was just normal. It was just normal that I was doing. But at the same time, it was hindering me from starting my podcast. It was hindering me from writing this book. It was hindering me from tackling business endeavors. It was hindering me from even being better at my regular nine to five job. You know, um, people think you're doing something and you're doing it and you just go through the motions. When you go through the motions of something, that's that's kind of like an inconsistency thing. And I'm saying that because you could just go through the motions and it's like, I'm just going through the motions. That's just what it is. And you're really not accomplishing anything. You're just going through, you're letting, you're letting time pass and you're just going through the motions. And I've learned in my inconsistency growth, um, growing to be consistent in my consistency growth of being better, a version of myself and being better, a better entrepreneur, just a better writer, a better person overall. You know, uh, I challenged myself. I challenged myself. And I, then I had to basically kind of, you know, have a gauge of myself in reference to not allowing myself get back to uh, falling into that, the perils of uh, inconsistency, of falling back into that, that, that whole thing I, I mentioned earlier of just going through the motions, you know, and when you go through the motions, you just, that's what I, I mean, it's really plain and simple. You're just going through something that you're just letting it, letting time go by, letting things go by. So 
um, that that was one of my chinks in my armor, you know, that I had to overcome. And it's still a fight at times because, as I mentioned in, in the other podcast, when we do things repeatedly, it becomes a part of us. It becomes a part of us in a way that we take it to work. Like I said before, we take it to the gym and we take it to other places. So this inconsistency was coming with me. You know, and I remember even, you know, going to work and just going through the motions or not getting to work on time and, you know, just having this blah attitude at work. And, you know, uh, uh, it, it really it really hindered my growth as a person, as a man. It really put a stigma on myself. And although others didn't see it, I saw it. And my significant other, she saw it, you know, and she would point it out. But it took me, when as she pointed it out, it took me to really do some in side work and that's what you need when you have a chink in your armor you have to do the inside work because the chink is usually on the inside the chink is usually in a place in you where you don't see it nor is it visible but it's there and it's stopping you and it's slowing you so i don't know what your chink is i don't know it could be inconsistency it can be a uh some things that you dealt with in your past that you're not over. It can be jealousy. It can be some stuff, some internal stuff. It can be some things that you, you know, uh, uh, thought you should have been been at a place now in your life where you should have been better. Whatever that chink is, you know, let's tackle that tonight. We're going to talk about how to get out of get out of those ruts. We're going to talk about how to get out of those things that we do all the time that hold us back. Actually, things that we do constantly, constantly, over and over again. And we're really not doing nothing. It's like on, being on a hamster's wheel. You just, you, the hamster, he just goes around and around and around. He's not going anywhere. And that's what that chink in your armor will develop to. You're not going anywhere because you have not identified it. Like I said, when I identified inconsistency, immediately I took notice and I took stock. You know, I had to basically, like I said, do some in-house uh, retrospect and some in-house inspection. And I would come home and wonder why, you know, I would just come home and not get stuff done when everything is right before me. And, you know, I had to, you know, deal with, you know, being tired and make sure I had enough energy, make sure I had some things in front of me. But it also showed me where I was, showed me that chink that was in my armor. And, you know, I'm grateful to this day that um, I'm getting better at that. You know, I strive to be better. You know, I want to encourage you brothers out here today, tonight. This morning, if you listen to the podcast in the morning, I want to encourage you to make it your business every day to do better than you did on yesterday, to do better in all aspects, to be better emotionally, to be better mentally, to be better physically, to be at a place better financially. And it's all through your thought process. It's all how you perceive things. So when you run across a hiccup in the road or you run across a chink that's in your armor, so to speak, you know, identify it. Be honest with yourself. This is slowing me up. Yeah. This is hindering me. This is stopping me. You know, be honest with yourself. You don't, the world don't have to know it. You know, I didn't scream out to the world about I got this going on with me. You know, I share it now because when I share, you know, when I, when I do that segment on Thursday, reveal to heal. When you reveal something, you, be, you the healing process starts. The healing process starts. But sometimes we as men, we don't want stuff to be revealed because we're too shameful. Or we don't want stuff to be revealed because we feel guilty. Or we don't want stuff to be revealed because we don't want, want people to know and look at us differently. Look at us differently. Believe me, 
there are people out here, majority of men out here, a large percentage, I would say 99% out here, have chinks in their armor, have some things in it, no matter what uh, culture they come from, what color they are, how much money they have or don't have. Believe me, there's something going on in them that needs to be rectified, that needs to be dealt with, that needs to be dealt with. You know, um, I remember a point in time I was insecure as a man. Yep, that was one of my chinks. I was insecure as a man. That's right. I was insecure and I had to identify my insecurity. And my insecurity came at a price. You know why I came at a price? Because I didn't know myself. So I had to backtrack. I had to learn some of my lineage and learn some some places where my dad came from and my side of the family and you know what we did. You know that that brought security to me because I didn't know myself. And a lot of times insecurity comes in comes at a place where you don't know who you are. You don't know who you, who you come from. You know, we know our moms and our dads, you know, and our grandmothers and all that. But that's probably far as a lot of people go. We don't really get intricate about finding out third and fourth generations and what they did and, and, and how they came up and how successful they were. When I found out, you know, so many, there were so many successful people in my family, um, you know, on my uh, mom's side of the family, I... um. I was amazed, and I found this out at my family reunion. All the lawyers and writers and doctors in my family, I was like, whoa. You know, I couldn't believe it, but I loved it. I loved it, you know. I loved it. I couldn't believe it, but I loved it. So it was just a, it's just a great thing to understand that, you know, these, these chinks in our armor, these cracks, these crevices can be rectified, but it's really up to you of self-identifying it. So here I am, you know, uh, at my family reunion, and I'm looking at all these doctors and lawyers, and we're talking, we're in a hotel, and there were so many of us, we took up a whole hotel, you know, and we had slideshows, and we talked, and it was so crazy, because we all looked alike, <laughs> we all had certain features that were common, and I'm like, whoa, I'm exchanging numbers, and we had a Facebook page, and it, it was all this, and that helped my security, because I said, wow, this is what I come from. So I'm not in an uncommon place. Don't you know, if you are insecure, you will be in an uncommon place in your life. Insecurities put you, or insecurity period, puts you in an uncommon place in your life. And I say that because when I became, when I, when, when I found out about my family members and mingled with them and talked with them and exchanged numbers with them, after the, um, after the family reunion, after we, uh, uh, everyone broke off and went in their separate ways, you know, I had family coming from D.C. and coming from up north and up down south and all, all places across the globe that I met, you know, and it was just great. It was just great. So it helped me, you know, and it helped me from a long-term perspective because it, it helped me get better at who I am. It helped me become a better individual because now I had security to overcome my insecurity. And a lot of times when you're insecure, it can be, and I'm just naming one chink. I'm just naming one insecurity. Now they come in, insecurities come in a very, it come in different forms. You know, you could be insecure because a low self-esteem is attached to it. You know, um, I mean, that can be it. You know, um, it can be a bunch of things. You know, uh, you can be insecure at work because someone, you know, you, you, you just, 
someone's doing better than you at work or you think someone is doing better than you at work. You know, you can be insecure in a relationship. And I'm just tapping. I'm just not trying to go into the insecurity lane. But I'm just saying this is this, these, these are some of the chinks that I dealt with, you know, from inconsistency, like I said, insecurity. And I learned this when I became um more associated with my family members when I found out, you know, a lot of things going on my my uh, my cousins and my uncles and all the stuff, you know, my mother's side of family, things that they were doing, you know, and I and it made me feel a part of something, you know, it made me feel a part, knowing that I'm a part of this family. You have a part by name, but now I became a part through lineage. I became a part being connected to them, you know, and it was a great, it's, it's a great thing, and it helped me. Helped me overcome another chink of mine, which was insecurities, which is insecurity. So that's a great thing, you know. Um, so the, these are things that we wanna we wanna tackle. You know, I want you to challenge you. I want to challenge you. For, you know what's going on with you. You know what you need to get rid of. You know what you need to deal with. You know what you need to to talk about, pray about. Uh, uh, you know, discuss with yourself about, it, discuss with your mate. You know about these things, and and it's okay because the greatest thing. When you reveal something, that's the that's the road to healing. That's the road to healing. When I revealed inconsistency, when I when I when I put my finger on the very thing that was holding me back from the things I wanted to do, that's when my healing started. That's when my healing started because oftentimes we fall into this trap of how could I have let this happen? And we start we, we get into this self-blame mode. How could I have let this happen? You know, how could I have let this happen? How could I have let this happen? You know, and we, like I said, we get into the self-blame mode. Now we're blaming ourselves. Now we're blaming ourselves, you know, for something that, you know, it's just part of life that some things we adapt. We, we have adapted to and allowed to be a part of our life. But that doesn't mean it has to stay there. That, does, that doesn't mean... It has to be with you for the rest of your life. Once you identify it, like I said, it becomes a, it becomes a, you, you become, you get into a place where your healing starts. So now you understand it, you see it. Now you have to work on eradicating it, getting rid of it, as well as walking in your healing. You know, you have to walk in your healing. When, when you know, this whole title, when there's a chink in my armor, it talks about your armor. You know, men, you know, we're physical. You know, we have this, these armored bodies. And so when you look at the word armor, you look at a knight. You know, if, you, if there's a chink in your mental capacity, you know, you might not be thinking straight. Or you might not make the right decisions. Because that, 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 that knight has that helmet of salvation on. That knight has that helmet on his head. And that knight, that helmet is made of steel and it's supposed to block everything. It's supposed to block a bunch of things. You know, um, and also, you know, look at the knight. He has the shoulders. He has the armor. He has the upper body armor. And that protects what? His vessel. That protects his core. That protects his shoulder. That protects his neck. You know, and you don't want to chink there because, you know, that can be deadly as well. So that whole armor perspective, you know, of a man and, you know, as men, we, we have that armor. You know, you don't want pride to be a chink as well. You don't want pride to be where you're just too prideful. Now, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong to be proud of things. There's a difference between being proud of something or proud of someone opposed to walking in pride. Walking in pride, you know, there's a difference in that. There's a difference in walking in pride and being prideful. 
So that could be a chink as well. You know, and you look at that whole armor situation, you know, of a, of a, of an armed uh, um, knight, you know, uh, when you go down to his legs and to his torso, you know, he's covered in steel. He can, he can maneuver, you know, and all the way down to his feet, you know. Um, you want all of that covered, you know. And then, of course, the sword. The sword is what your mental capacity is. You know, you don't want to chink there. So these these some of the things, um, you know, I mentioned in the book about um, when there's a chink in my, in my armor, you know, um, and the chink could be a bunch of other things. It can be life experiences. It could be trauma. It can be some things that we've been through that we still haven't gotten over yet. It could be some things that we are, um, we've self-indulged in. Um, it could be a bunch of things. But, you know, recognizing is the key. Recognizing it is the key. And you want to you wanna recognize it first, and then you want to, once you identify it, you want to see how you can uproot it. And the best way to uproot it is revealing itself. And when you reveal it, and when you reveal it, that's when you find the location. It's similar, like when you reveal something, it's similar to like a navigation. It's similar to like somewhere you're trying to get to and you navigate there. So that's like getting to a destiny, getting to a place. Oh, we made it to the hotel. And then you see how nice the hotel is. You're like, wow, this is a great hotel. The same thing with when you reveal something about yourself, you know, good or bad. When you reveal it, you actually put your finger on the very thing that you're looking for. You know, and you don't want to take your finger off of it until you get the result that you desire. You want to keep your finger on it and lift it up until you get that that result until you desire. You know, so that's what it's all about, man. You know, having that chick in your armor, you know, worry is, is one thing with men. You know, we're worried about bills. We're worried about this. We're worried about jobs and we're worried about the economy. We're about a bunch of things. But, you know, we should not worry, you know, because, you know, my, my thing with worry is this. This is, this is how I handle worry. If I can't control it, I don't worry about it. If it's out of my hands, I don't worry about it. If I can't control it, no matter if it's a person, a job situation, uh, uh, going, I mean, anything. If you have no control of it, why worry? That could be a deep chink. You know, we, we as men, you know, we worry so much about things that usually work themselves out. Usually work themselves out, you know, and... You know, um, it's crazy how we, when we start worrying, this worrying tank, uh, taps into anxiety and then it takes us to a new place. And now our whole mindset, you know, that's when you have that chink in your arm. You can have that chink up in your helmet, you know, because your whole mindset changes because now you're thinking and you're worrying about something that's probably going to work out in your favor. And if it doesn't, it's OK because you don't have control of it anyway. You know, just worry about, not worry, just um, be compliant in what you can control. Be at a place of what the things that you need to control in life that you can put your hands on. And control is all about, okay, I can work on this. I can do this because I got control of it, opposed to some things you can't control. It's going to be some things in life, you know, um, as men, and you probably know already, if you live a certain age, then it's, it's some things in your life that you're not going to be able to control. And there's nothing you can do about it. So let the chips fall as, as they may. Let, you know, whatever has to happen, happen. The, the key component in really dealing, dealing with worry is you doing your part. When you do your part on your end, 
when you do your part and you're in, it blocks worry. Because you got control of that side of the street. You got control of whatever's going on over there. You got control. You know, the other side, you can't control. And you really have to learn how to let it go. You know, you really have to learn how to let it go. So, you know, we don't want to worry. We don't want our heads, you know, because worry attacks the body. You know, worry attacks the brain, attacks the body, uh, attacks the mind. You know, because the, the mind can, can go into this place of, go into this tizzy of, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. And, you know, how can something like that happen if it's not there? Meaning that if you're worrying about something that got to be, that has to be done tomorrow, and you're worrying about the night before, it's just a waste of time. Just a waste of time thinking about it because it's like, I can't do nothing about it until the morning anyway. So why am I sitting up here 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night worrying about something that's going to take place in the morning that I have no control over if it's about work? Or even a relationship. If I don't have, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, there's two people, it takes two people to tango. It takes two people to be in a relationship. So if you're in a relationship with someone and this person wants to do things with their own actions, you know, you can't control that. I mean, you might can speak about it. You might can say something about it, but you can't control it. And I know it's easier said than done. I know it's, you know, when you think about that, especially in a relationship, like, I'm just supposed to walk away. No, I'm not saying walk away. I'm just saying what you can control, control. And it'll help you sleep better. It'll help you think better. It'll help you put you in a better place in life, period. Because we can't control people's actions. We can't control how things are going to go in this world. You know, we just do our part. We do our part, you know, and um, do our, our best of our abilities. And at the end of the day, you can go home and relax. You can go home and, and go to sleep with a good conscience, knowing that some things got dealt with, you know, the way they need to be dealt with, but it didn't deal with you because you didn't worry. You went to sleep one time, you went to bed, you didn't worry, you were stress-free, you were anxiety-free, and all the other stuff, and the next day, it took care of itself. It took care of itself. The next day, it took care of itself. So these are some of the things that we have to be wary of. You know, um, you know, uh, health issue is another one, too. You know, me as men, when you know, we, you know, we don't go to the doctor. Until something happens, you know, um, until we start bleeding or something. But the symptom was there all along. We just didn't pay no attention to it. And how did we not pay any attention to it? We didn't go to the doctor. Because <laughs> when you ignore things, they don't go away. When you ignore anything, it don't go away. You just, you, you just uh, put it in this box or put it to the side like... It's not going nowhere. But there's going to be a day when it has to say, hey, I'm still over here. It tend to me. And that's how we deal with our health issues as men. You guys know, you do not go to the doctor. No matter what age you are. You know, we have this mindset as men. And I had to go through it myself. You know, um, thinking like, okay, I'm good. I don't, you know, I don't have to go every six months or whatever. Or, you know, I'm feeling okay. Every day you wake up, you, you think you're feeling okay. But literally, there's some sleeping giants lying, awaiting. There's some sleeping, ill-fated, 
health issues lying and waiting for us because of our inactivity of going to the doctor, because of our inactivity of seeking some type of health counsel and getting an understanding of, you know, this inactivity of seeking some seeking some health counsel and getting an understanding that we need to we need to do better at, at getting checkups, do better at doing doing these things to better ourselves. Because that chink, that health issue, if you get diagnosed with cancer or something or get a bad diagnosis, that's when that chink of health issue is going to come right before you. It's going to pop up and say, hey, I'm here. And you're going to look like, where did you come from? And if it had a mouth or a voice, it's going to say, I was always here. You just didn't pay me no attention. You just didn't pay me no attention. Especially with us men. When we get illnesses... When we get sick, sickness comes upon us, but we pay no attention. We pay no attention till it, till it becomes discomforted. When it's discomfort for us, that's when we want to pay attention. That's when we want to go all out, go rah-rah and, and all that stuff and, and want to um, try to corral it, so to speak. But it just don't work like that. It just don't work like that when it comes to health issues, you know. We got to, you know... Uh, uh, Constantly be on, be be ahead of things. And I want to encourage you, brothers. Go to the doctor four times a year. That's all it takes. Go to the doctor every three months. And if you're a certain age, you know about your prostate. Get it checked out. You know, and all the other things. You know, you're a certain age. If it's if it's uh, getting kidneys checked out, liver. You know, get some blood work done. You know, if you, especially if you got good insurance. I got. I have good insurance, so I'm always at the doctor. I'm always there, and, and you know, getting checked out. You know, um, especially as a cancer survivor, you know, I always had to be on top of things. But, um, you know, you have to go. So I want to encourage you, brothers, to go every three months. Just set up an appointment. Believe me, you will thank me later and you will thank yourself later. Because it's so, so, so needed. So needed. It is so needed. It is so needed. Another chink, another chink in our army is uh, disappointment. Disappointment should be a vital, 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 vital chink in our armor because we could be disappointed in people. We could be disappointed in systems. We could be disappointed in things. And also, the, I think that the... Uh, the main thing is we can be disappointed in ourselves, you know, um, disappointed of how we let things happen, how things played out, uh, not making the right decisions, not being consistent. You know, these all these things are tied, tied to one another. You know, all these things are tied to one another, and we have to see and understand that it'll work for us if we... If we push the envelope, it'll work for us if we allow ourselves to be worked on. And that's going back, getting checked out, like I said, to the doctor, getting your mental health checked out, you know, uh, uh, really reducing your trauma. You know, you should have a trauma gauge. You know, um, we've all been traumatized throughout life and things have happened to us. But have we minimalized the trauma? You know, that could be a chink as well. Have we minimalized it? Have we put this this trauma in a bottle where you can't open it until Christmas? You know, have we have we minimized 
the trauma. And I know some get, some some of us receive and get more trauma than others, and it puts us in a more difficult place than others. I get that, but at the same time, it puts us in a more difficult place than others, and I get that. But at the same time, if you can put yourself in a position, you know, of dealing with trauma, believe me, it'll help you. It'll help you, and it'll bless you. It'll keep you. You know, it'll it help you get through your day. It'll help you just start a new thing in your life. It'll put you in a better place in relationships. It'll put you in a lot of good things that that's so needed right now. That's so needed right now. It's so needed right now. There's When there's a chink in my armor, last but not least, we are going to talk about trust. Trust is a formidable chink. And I say that because when you are leery of everybody, that means you got trust issues. When you are looking at everybody as that you think that wants to hurt you or do harm to you or has an issue with you, that's a trust issue. Coming from a chink perspective, that's a trust issue. Especially if you don't know the person, especially your interaction with the person is minimal. And, but you still have trust issues. You still have something going on within yourself where you just don't trust them. You don't know them or you don't know her. You just don't trust her. You haven't even given her a chance, but you just don't trust her. You haven't even given them a chance. You just don't trust them. You just don't trust them. And a lot of times, you know, our own self-inflicted wounds is when we guard our heart, when we put these walls around our heart. Especially when it comes to relationships, when we put ourselves in a position, when we guard our heart, it's it's hard for anybody to get in because we got trust issues. And you don't want your heart to be broken again. You don't want to be disappointed again. You don't want to be uh, um, left out the pasture again, so to speak. So it's all about knowing and understanding yourself. You know, it's all about that. It's all about making that choice decision about yourself. Making that decision about yourself. Making that real decision about yourself and really not looking at no one else, you know, because trust issues can be a major chink, like I said, because it will, if you got a trust issue, it will stop you. If, if, if trust issues is one of your chinks, it can stop you from having a better relationship. It can stop you from having a better relationship. Yep. It can stop you from having a better relationship. All because you have a trust issue. And people will pick up on it. You got some people out here that are sponges and they'll pick right up on it. But also a trust issue is why you always want to be by yourself. Why you always you always have to be by yourself. I used to be like that. I always wanted to be with myself. You know, uh, I was good by myself and see people periodically, see family periodically. I was, you know, I was good like that. You know what I'm saying? So you want to just put yourself in a position where, you know, if something goes wrong, not only when something goes wrong, but when something do go wrong, you're able to trust yourself to get yourself through it. When something goes wrong, you'll be able to trust yourself to get yourself through it. But if you got trust issues within and trust issues with people around you or entities around you, then it's going to be hard for you it's going to be hard to alleviate that trust issue. It's going to be hard to get rid of it. 
You know, and a lot of times we don't even know why we don't trust. A lot of times we don't even know why. We just don't do it. We just don't trust. And sometimes, you know, our mom plays tricks on us or we look at things and get to a place and we look at somebody, oh, he think he all that or she thinks she all that, you know, and now your guards goes up or, you know, um, you, you put yourself in a position uh, uh, where you got to protect yourself because your guard is up. So that's what trust issues bring. You know, trust issues, you know, it's like a, a matters of the heart thing, you know, because trust issues affects your heart. You know, it also can, can affect you as far as being tired, you know. Um, so there's a bunch of things, but that could be another chink as well, you know. Um, so a chink in my armor covers a multitude of things from inconsistency to worry to anxiety to stress to abandonment, you know, um, to uh, trust issues. You know, there's a lot of things that, that one chink or multiple chinks in your armor can have you in trouble, can have you in a place, can have you walking around in a fog, can have you in a place where you ain't, you're not doing anything in your life, can have you in a place where you don't want, you don't care for your life, where you don't go take care of yourself. You know, it, it, that can happen. That can happen. That can happen to you. So once again, that's the end of this podcast. What a great time I had with you. I so appreciate you guys. And I'm going to tell you this. We are on our way. The community is being developed. We are on our way. The community is being developed. I'm talking about some strong brothers. I'm talking about some men. And I always want you to know men conquering depression. We are a community of one. We are a community of one. We are a community of, community of one, my brothers. So when you go through something, we all grow through something. When you grow, we all grow. And that's what it's all about. This is what Men Conquering Depression is all about. And I'm excited. Before I close out, I just want to thank you for everything once again, for all the support. Support is mounting up and people are talking and it's a buzz. And I so appreciate it. Um, we have, of course, we have sponsorship. We have a skincare company called Beards, Balm, and Brawn. It's a phenomenal company for men. You can check us out on Beards underscore Balm underscore Brawn on IG. You know, it's, it's a great page. Check it out. We make a lot of great products from body washes to to bath bombs to uh, skin care, which is really good. We make all natural organic skin care, and it's all relevant to your skin, which we think is great. You know, we also have other sponsorship uh, company that's under our, uh, under our corporation called uh, Zani Faree Bridal. It's a bridal company my wife has come up with, has uh, been inspired through through God to walk in and we're grateful for that and it's a great sponsorship. You can check that out too on zonifarie.com um, and it's also on IG. So we're grateful and thankful for tonight. We're grateful for that we are getting better, man. Listen, I am so proud of you. I really am. I'm so proud of you as a listener. I'm so proud of you as an individual. I'm so proud of you as a man. M-A-N. I'm so proud of you in that area in that aspect and understand and know that you're going to get better. You're going to get better. You're going to get through this. You're going to get through this. You're not going to fall back. You're not going to do like you used to do. You're not going to put yourself in a in a bad position. You're going to get through this. Whatever you're dealing with, just want you to know that we're here, that we're praying. We want the best for you. 
We're going to have the best for you. You're going to come out of this. It's going to be a success story. It's going to be a testimony. It's going to be something that you that you that you know and understand that there's a higher power that brought you out. There's a higher power that brought you out. So we thank you for that. We want to thank you like again, like I said again, for the sponsorship. I am excited, my brothers, once again. Stay tuned on Thursday. Like I said, we're going to start this Reveal the Hill segment. Please go on MenConquerThePressing.com. Please go on MenConquerThePressing on Facebook. You know, like all the stuff that you like and share. It's a great thing to share. And that's a good thing. Once again, I want to thank you for being on this podcast. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to me. I'm here for you and you're here for me. I appreciate you. Enjoy your night. Men conquering depression. Men conquering depression. Men conquering depression. Men conquering depression. You got this, my dudes. You got this, my bros. You got this. You got this. Because somebody's backing you up. Somebody's helping you. Somebody's there. You got this. Talk to you soon.